Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixy, and and returning to the show, I've got writer and director and actor C. James Humphrey. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. Welcome back to the show. We haven't spoken to you in a year. Where have you been hiding? I've been I've been out promoting my movie. Uh, just won an award for the uh, Arkansas Times Best Filmmaker of the Year. I've been doing a couple of interviews here and there. I actually got another local interview coming out with a newspaper. They're doing a piece on me called Five Questions. Um, I was also nominated for a uh, Best Actor, Best Producer, and Best Movie uh, for Urbane Magazine. I've kind of, like I said, been out promoting and, and pubbing my movie and also writing another project and uh, also was in a, another project that's coming out September 7th called Twisted Marriage Therapist. So I've been kind of busy, but I've been, I've been doing a little something. I've been taking my time doing things. So. All right. All right. So you did win an award. You said, and you were nominated. How did that feel? Oh, that, that felt good. That felt good. You know, uh, being a, um, a, a kind of a, a new filmmaker in the uh, narrative feature film uh, category, uh, it means a lot to, um, win any type of award and get get uh, recognition for the work you've put in and uh, allow people to actually be able to see it and then, you know, uh, spread the word about it as well. So, oh, All right. And what award show was this in case our listeners want to know? I won Arkansas Times Filmmaker of the Year. That's that was that's actually a really big deal here. So wow. um, there was. There were I was in a category with like an HBO filmmaker. Wow. 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 And Arkansas is where you're originally from, right? That is correct. All right. What do you want to tell other Arkansas producers and creatives where their projects haven't picked up and they haven't won anything yet, but they know that they're writing and they're producing some good material, but no one's catching on. But they did with you. Um, I would say just keep on pushing, keep on pubbing it. And this, I won this three years after I made the movie, and a year after it's been on the platform, and uh, a couple of years after I've been promoting it. So keep on pushing it. Um, the thing about social media, um, you have to keep it relevant. You have to keep on posting and keep on pushing. So just keep doing that, and your time will come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Could be ten years. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. it could be. It could be. And mm-hmm. and most I saw Dame Dash on the interview. He was talking about how when you make a movie, it takes years to recoup the money you made to, wow. to make a so how come it takes years to make sometimes for your hard work and then ten or eleven years you don't get to reap the benefits? How come? Well, it most of it depends on star power, it depends on the uh the the machine behind it. So if it's a big, big uh production, you have the marketing budget for it to get the word out and let people know about it. But when you're an independent filmmaker, you don't have the big stars and the the machine behind it and marketing uh power and, and budget. Uh you just gotta uh put your feet to the street and get out here and hustle and, and hopefully, you know, uh people keep talking about it and spread the word about it and eventually the cream will rise to the top mm-hmm. and how long just remind listeners and anyone listening for the first time how long did it take for you to win your award it took three years after after getting the movie completed correct three well, two years. years yeah two years but okay it, mm-hmm. all right okay. i'll say i i guess it was three years when i started making a movie so i, I would say three years total 
Okay, okay, okay. So they can't win it in six months? Uh, I would say it's hard to get the <laughs> word out to let people know about it in six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a year. Or, or a year. It could be done, but it will be hard. You would have to have some good marketing behind it. Okay, okay. So just remind listeners, how did you decide you wanted to get into producing, writing your own, you know, films and becoming an actor? Well, as as a uh, kid, of course, I've always been a fan of the the shows that we watched on TV growing up from Family Matters, uh, Cosby Show to Martin, Fresh Prince and Jamie Foxx Show. I've always been a fan of those and would have loved to been on set to be a part of that type of stuff. That magic always uh, was a part of like uh, different things in elementary school. That's kind of where I got my start. They would put us up in front of the class and make us do uh, poems and uh, speeches and stuff like that. It made us participate in the talent shows and things like that. Um, I've always had a pretty good imagination. I always thought that I could be a, a pretty good storyteller. And being a movie uh, fanatic, I like I like movies. So um, once I started modeling, I got into acting, and that led to commercials and stage plays and movies. And it was only a matter of time before I was going to say, you know what, I want to try to write my own project and and shoot it and star in it and stuff like that. And I've I've seen Spike Lee, Tyler Perry, Adam Sandler, Marlon Wayans all do those type things, and I wanted to kind of follow that route. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you have been in some commercials, you said, right, when you were starting out? Yes, that is correct. I've done from uh, uh, casino commercials, banking commercials, car uh, dealership commercials, um, um, sports clips commercials. Uh, I've been I've, I've had to do like voiceover for like uh, national companies like Snap on for their uh, stuff like that. I've um, done so many commercials, <laughs> so many. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. What about the TV? Have you been in some TV shows or TV movies? I know you said you've what do you call it, written and directed, directed. But just in mm -hmm. case listeners want to know, have they seen this handsome face before? Uh, so I do, of course, my movie, uh, I've been in, um, well, I've, I've, I was in a project called uh, God is Not Dead. That was a while back. I was in the sequel part two. Um, some of you may have seen that. I've been in a uh, local film, but it was a feature film called uh, Nice, um, I'm sorry, not Nice Guys, but then there was Joe. Then there's my film as well that I wrote, produced, and starred in called Nice Guys Finished Last. Um, there's also a uh, feature film getting ready to come out on Tubi that is an original, a Tubi original called um, Twisted Marriage Therapist. And I, I definitely uh, will be seen in that. Um, it will be a pretty good story. I, I think you guys will like it. It's a Tubi original comes out September the 7th. All right. What's that about? That's one launching or dropping September 7th. Uh, it's a twisted, well, it's a marriage therapist that is in love with a uh, famous person that devises a plan to get that, get to that person, a, a crazy plan to, to get the person they want. So it's crazy. All right. Do they get them? I, I wish I could tell it. I can't tell too much, but <laughs> I, like I said, I'm trying to reveal too much myself. <laughs> All right. All right. And what's your character? Who do you play? I actually uh, am playing a Marine. 
and I'm the husband of the main character. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. So, can you give some stuff away about your character? Is he mad? Is he sad? Is he depressed? Or does she cheat? Um, well, mm -hmm. what if, I don't know, maybe we both cheat. Maybe we both cheat. Oh, oh, maybe you both cheat. Okay, okay, okay. And any anybody that comes to mind that if you were to cheat, who would play? Would we go older with the Vivica A. Fox? Or would we go younger? Maybe we could go with the Chloe Bailey. Oh, I would definitely be Chloe Bailey. <laughs> would definitely be colored. that's my celebrity crush right there okay 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 but what about if he does cheat with older would vivica be a good match uh you know vivica has i've always loved me some Viv vivica I've, i'm a huge fan of booty calling who can play that game and people always ask me how did i come up with the uh nice guys finish last plot two can play the game inspired that movie so Okay. Okay. All right. So your character, can you give secrets away of the character? I know, again, you can't give too much away. What uh, can we expect from this husband? Does he uh, cheat? Does he kill? Does he go in rage? Oh, I can't. I can't. It'll be giving too much away about the plot. But let's just let's just say he he like I say maybe they both get into a sticky situation and it, it turns bad. Let's just say that. All right, September seventh, we've got to watch and throw out the name again in case listeners miss that. Twisted Marriage Therapist, and the plot is really good. Like really good. Right, and it is. It's a so it's a Tubi original. So Fox owns Tubi, which means that they put their stamp and name on it. So it's an original film by Tubi. All right, could they make a part two? Yes, they definitely can make a part two. All right, what would you want different done in part two? I know you can't give away too much, but what would be the main theme if there was a part two? Uh, I don't. Well, I would say I'm. I'm more of a, I would probably do a prequel. Okay. All right. So I, I would kind of maybe um, talk about how this marriage therapist got to be the way they are. Um, more like go in depth on that. And when they got married and their best friends and, and how they were friends and stuff like that. So I would go back to maybe college or something like that when they met and stuff like that. Okay, you know what? I had an idea for the marriage counselor. I can give you this and you can maybe write this down. Uh -huh. Maybe the marriage counselor is the cousin and she doesn't realize until you guys go to a family reunion, he's <laughs> there. And then after you're like, wait, you guys know each other? And she's so nervous to say, oh my gosh, I slept with the, uh, his cousin years ago. Or I've been having an affair with the cousin. What do you think yeah, about that? That's a good one. You know, that that actually uh, is is a good plot. That's a really good plot, actually. <laughs> See, my creative juices are flowing. Would you use a yeah. plot like that? Could there be a movie like that? Yes, yes. 
Okay, okay, okay. So my question, do nice guys finish last? I asked you this the first time you came on the show. Do uh-huh. nice guys finish last? Um, I would say no, they they don't in like in the long run. So continue to be you, be a nice guy. You'll win over over time. So just make sure you learn from your mistakes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Now remind listeners what nice guys finish last is about in case they want to check it out so it's it's about a uh a guy who is actually looking to try to be in a committed relationship and be faithful um of course uh we're all gonna run, run into some hurdles so he is actually it seems as if uh which we all kind of can relate to this. it seems like when you are are trying to stay on the straight and narrow there's all these different obstacles that come so all these women are coming at him and he's having to go through the sea of women to try to figure out or who's the right one or or be with the right one so that's right. kind of what's going all right are you sure he's a nice guy <laughs> well, in my definition, he has uh, good intentions. Uh, he's not looking to take advantage of anyone, and he's not a uh, person that is is hustling or, or trying to uh, get over on someone. He's not a liar either. So um, he's he has a good kind heart. It's, you know, he's just going through some things with different individuals. <laughs> All right. Well, that seems like a lot of women to go through. You know what I'm saying, brother? Are you sure he's a nice guy? <laughs> Well, what they say, you got to kiss a couple of frogs before you find your prince or princess. So, All right. Okay. Could there be a sequel to this? What about Nice Girls Finish Last? There could be a sequel to that. Uh, there's There's been some talk on some stuff, and I've, I've uh, talked to some, uh, some of the cast and crew about doing some other things. Uh, I'm just, I wanted to kind of take a different route on, them, on my next film. And then show my versatility and then come back to that one and do a sequel. All right. We can call it Nice Girls Finish Loss. Would we do something for the sisters? Because you know there are sisters looking for a good brother. There are. There's there's, there's a lot more than uh, sisters than it is guys looking for a good brother. So, yeah. <laughs> or there could be brothers looking for other brothers. But that's a whole different department. So <laughs> That's bad. That is a whole different department. <laughs> Uh, but you said last year you would write a movie. Would you still touch into LGBTQ storylines or not necessarily? Um, I kind of touched on it a little bit. Uh, I kind of show representation of everybody in Nice Guys Finish Last, but I, I show representation for everyone. Um, I, I'm a person that think outside of the box, so I, I wouldn't put nothing past anything. Like I try to, I try to make sure. I catch people off guard with certain things. So I would that would definitely be something I would touch on. All right. So if there was a sequel, we could do nice guys finish last, last, last. But the man <laughs> is trying to search. And I talked to you about this last year. The man yeah. is trying to look for, you know, he's a gay black man looking for uh-huh. another gay black man, you know? So I think it could work, don't you think? But last, last meeting, he had to kiss so many more men to get to his final prince. (laughs) That would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But that's something you could be open to writing too, right? Yeah. And like I say, with with 
I was thinking outside of the box with this one, and I, when I wrote Nice Guys Finish Last, to me at the time, it, it well, you can kind of see that there hadn't been really many stories here lately kind of told like that. And I had to have been onto something, or, uh, well, the reason why I say I had to be onto something with the route I was going was because um, The Best Man is also what inspired this uh, movie, uh, me writing it, was the most streamed um, series or movie on the Peacock platform uh, ever. So that's kind of the target audience of what I was going after. And and that, like I say, that was even more of a confirmation that, hey, you, you was on to something with that. So I, I feel like it was people wanted to see those type of stories with that, that uh, perspective. And also there's been times when I've logged on to Tubi and my movie was suggested uh, alongside is the best man, which is even more satisfying. <laughs> oh, congratulations on that. Now, if it yeah. did get a Hollywood budget and we had to get a Hollywood man or lady, who would we want? I was thinking of Romeo Miller for one of your films and Chloe Bailey again. I would love to work with both of them. I'm actually getting ready to be on a panel on September the 7th as well with Romeo Miller. Um, talking about the movie business so um that could be something that that may actually come up all right shut up romeo call me no joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah that could be something we're getting ready to speak on a panel here in little rock all right what's that panel gonna be about you can explain more in case our listeners are interested in knowing um the film industry how we got started and um you know, how uh, also being a father, um, a family man, um, just staying staying down and putting in the work and being a positive uh, a male. Um, it's also a female as well, family oriented uh, on the on the uh, uh, panel as well. But it's mostly talking about how we got started in the film industry and how we're thriving or trying to thrive and and be the best we can be. All right. Okay. And what's your message to other creatives, younger ones saying, you know what? I want to write, I want to produce, but I don't know where to start yet. I'm worried again. They're not going to like what I push out there. I keep pushing, pushing. No one's catching on. How do I start C. James? And what if, again, no one likes it? Again, you you can't be worried about whether somebody like it or not. You had something you put out that was passionate, that you was passionate about. That means that, hey, there's that may not, everybody's not going like, to like it, but somebody will like it. And all it takes is one person, honestly. So do it. Don't worry about who's going to see it, who's not going to see it. Just make sure you get it done and put it out there just for people to see it. Everybody's not going to like your work. Not everybody like Nice Guys Finish Last, so what? But put it out there, and you will definitely get some attention from somebody. Again, and all it takes is one person. And I can I can tell you just with the, the project that I've done, I've gained some, some notoriety. I've gained some people's attention and showed up on people's radar. I mean, Will Packard has followed me on Instagram. Um, there's been a few other celebrities that I've talked to and they've reshared my uh, movie poster and congratulated me. There's uh, 
there are other people that have seen my work and knew exactly who I was when I, I'm, I'm a fan of and I reach out to them and they're like, oh, I've seen that. I know exactly uh, what that's about. I've seen it. It's on Tubi, right? So um, you just never know who see it and who's watching. And I've, I got a good friend that's out there in Hollywood and they told me, hey, you, what you're doing um, is what Hollywood likes to see. They want to see you keep putting in the work and eventually they're going to come call. Okay. So, all right. And this is coming from a person that's inside Hollywood. So, all right. All right. And if I haven't started yet, let's say I'm a younger Donovan. If I haven't started and I want to start, what do you want to tell me? Hey, it, what you waiting on? Just do it. Start. I, mean, I don't know what I, to write about. <laughs> get on YouTube. Get on Google. You got everything you can think of right there on Google and YouTube. Mm -hmm. That's all the resources you need. That's how I started. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you can do it, right? You can do it. I promise you, you can do it. All right. And what do you want to tell the fans in Arkansas and Toronto that love you and they have seen your work? Hey, I appreciate the support. I appreciate you uh, watching the film. Um, be on the lookout. I have more projects coming up. And God bless. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. All right, all right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms just in case? There are sure other thing. creatives. Yes, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at sejamessenior.sr. And I'm on Facebook at cjameshumphrey. Uh, and um, on LinkedIn, you can look me up on cjameshumphrey. So. Okay. All right. Any final things you would like to tell Met Radio Toronto? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, this is a, this is a crazy day in time right now. You know, make sure you take care of you. Um, self love is very important. So, um, take care of you. Look out for you. Um, you can't help anyone if you hadn't taken care of yourself. Love yourself. So that's what I want to say. All right, all right, all right. For Met Radio, 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroixy. I would love to thank writer, director, C. James Humphrey. Thank you so much again. Thank you. All right, all right. And also thank you to the listeners for listening. And again, we I want to ask, do nice guys really finish last? <laughs> no, they don't. Stay, stay who you are, and, and you'll you'll come out on top. I promise you. All right, thank you so much.